Hi, welcome to Teach Me Biology, our revision podcast for A-level biology students. I'm Ria Corbett. And I'm Sarah Matthews. Hi, I'm Ria Corbett. I'm a science teacher with biology specialism and on Teach Me Biology, I am teaching my co-host and little sister. Sarah Matthews. I'm not actually little, I'm taller than you. That's true. Um, And I'm also 28. A-level biology, (laughs) topic by topic, to hopefully provide you our lovely lovely sister. (laughs) My sock's inside out. (laughs) This has gone downhill quick. It's very. um, A-level biology, topic by topic, to hopefully provide you our lovely listeners with an audio revision resource. Yes, we hope that you incorporate us into your revision and as a part of your learning journey. Dip in and out. Listen to the episodes on your weaker topics or use us as your audio biology bible. Whatever you need us for, we're here. Okay, episode 64, the reflex arc. This is not actually any different apart from maybe the name of one thing than what you learn at GCSE. This is exactly the same stuff. Okay, Okay. easy stuff then probably. Oh well, yeah, yeah it is. We're still looking at organisms increasing their chances of survival by responding to changes in the environment. But in this case, we are talking about the protective effect of a simple reflex exemplified by a three neuron simple reflex. We're basically discussing today the complex nervous system that animals like us have that allow us to respond to the changes in our environment or the stimuluses around us. So we've talked about simple organisms that don't have complex nervous systems. We have talked about plants and now we're talking about an actual nervous response to a stimuli. We've actually touched on this a little bit. So in the taxis and kinesis episode, we did say like, you know, they don't have these complex nervous responses and, and so on. First of all, just to clarify, before we look at the diagram, we have two different nervous response types. So we have voluntary response types, which is pretty much everything we do. And then I'm going to guess the other one. Go on. Involuntary. Involuntary. Involuntary, autonomic, subconscious control, reflex, basically. Mm -hmm. You can't, you don't control it. Mm -hmm. You could overcome it if you were really trying. Yeah. Like when I saw that spider the other day and screamed. Yeah, exactly. It's that yeah. sort of thing. And you you could have controlled yourself and not screamed. No, I couldn't. But you did. <laughs> and um, So conscious control, voluntary, everything that you do. Like, you are responding to my voice right now, looking at me, nodding and listening. You're choosing to do that, okay? It's not a reflex. I'm just waiting for that toolbox to move. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had the, the toolbox, fight or flight thing. Yeah. And that's what the involuntary reflex is. It's for fight or flight. It's not learned... It is quick, it is rapid, you don't have to make any decision, so it very rarely involves the brain. It mainly involves just the spinal cord, it's automatic. And the whole point is to protect us from danger, so escape from predators. If you're an animal and you hear something, you can very quickly run away. But for us, it tends to be if someone makes a loud noise, we jump. You see something scary, you run or jump. If you touch something hot or sharp, you automatically pull your hand away. Ow! Those are protective instincts that we have because of a reflex, Mm -hmm. okay? The important thing about a simple reflex is that it has to be quick, so it only involves three neurons typically. That's why it's rapid, because it's just three neurons in the body. 
and fight or flight becomes part of that. So if we look at the diagram, so at teachmescience.co.uk, there is a resource for episode 64, the reflex arc. And it's just a picture of a reflex arc. Probably got one in your textbook or whatever, so that, you know you don't necessarily have to use R1, but it is there. And it's slightly different to a GCSE one because the language in the labels are slightly different. Sarah, what is a stimuli? Something that we are reacting to. Exactly. So it is a change to our environment. And in the diagram, what's the stimulus? A candle. A candle. So it's a hot thing. So this could be you taking something out of the oven and hurting yourself on it, burning yourself. It could be the, like using the iron. It could be at, at school doing an experiment, bunts and burner, touch the tripod, touch the gauze, touch the glass, anything. Yeah. Whereby you end up burning yourself. You pull your hand away, don't you? In this case, in this diagram, the stimulus is a hot thing. What's important is that our sense organs have receptor cells. So they're cells or they're proteins that can detect the change that has happened. So in that case, it will be a pain or a temperature receptor. You'll feel the heat, you'll feel the pain. All our sense organs have receptors we touched on this in the taxis and kinesis episode where we listed our sense organs. So skin, tongue, nose, eyes, ears. They all respond to different stimuli. Obviously, we don't do we really need to list them. Do you want to list them or not? Ears, eyes, nostrils, tongue. Nostrils. Yeah, but what do they respond to? So obviously ears is sound and balance. Eyes is colour and light. Nose and mouth are both chemicals like taste and smell. And then your skin is pressure, pain, temperature. What's going to happen is they're going to detect the stimuli and they are going to generate an electrical impulse that is going to be transmitted down the first neuron, which is called a sensory neuron, which makes sense to me because it goes from a sense organ. It's called the sensory neuron. Yeah. So a message, some kind of information is going to be sent along that neuron as an electrical impulse. So that would go to the central nervous system, which is typically your brain or your spinal cord. But because we're talking about a reflex, it tends to be the spinal cord. We don't go via the brain for this because we're not really thinking about what we're doing. Mm-hmm. OK. In the um, spinal cord, once it reaches the spinal cord, because it only needs to go to the spinal cord so that we can get the message to the effector which is going to carry out the response. So the effector is going to, to be move away. The, the moving away to the contraction of muscles. Basically, we want to get a message to the effector to move the hand really quickly. We just need to get a message via the spinal cord or via a coordination centre of some kind, which in this case is the spinal cord. In the spinal cord, there is a second neuron. At GCSE, we learn that that's called the relay neuron. But at A level, and this is the only thing really that's different, it can be called an intermediate neuron, an interneuron, or an association neuron, which, and in this case, it's called an interneuron in the diagram. And that basically is just getting the message as quickly as possible through the spinal cord so that it can go to the motor neuron. And the motor neuron is what goes, makes it move. It goes to, to sends the message directly to the effector, which in this case is going to be the arm muscle to move your hand away. So effectors tend to be muscles or glands in our body so for instance if you get a shock if you hear a loud noise or something scary happens to you one of your fight or flight response reflex things will be that your adrenal glands will start to produce adrenaline 
so that you act. Does that make sense? And your mm-hmm. heart pumps faster and it causes that to happen. So like a gland is a good effector in your body as well as muscles to get you moving. Because that tends to be what you'll have to do to protect yourself. It will mm-hmm. be to move. Yeah. yeah. So essentially, we are just trying to get a message from a receptor to an effector. And the quickest way we can do that is across three neurons. Yeah. The sensory, interneuron, motor neuron. Mm-hmm. And that's if we hurt ourselves, if we're going to hurt ourselves. Yeah. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. And as I said, it could be overridden with conscious thought. You yeah, could you control. Could keep, you could keep your hand there. Well, I, I wasn't going to use that as an ex, as, as a thing because I think that it, it's a bit weird saying, "Oh, you could keep your hand in a flame," but normally you wouldn't do yeah. that. I was trying to think of a, a genuine reflex that you could control, and all I could think was, if someone was jumping out on you and you were trying to not be scared, you could you could consciously think, "Right, I'm not going to jump." I'm going to control myself. Yeah. Whatever, you know. I suppose that could be the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that is a simple three-neuron reflex. Synapse, I'm just going to quickly talk about this. You know how, like, when the sensory neuron gets to the interneuron, there's a gap between the neurons? And remember what I said, it's an electrical impulse. Now, the electrical impulse cannot jump across that gap, but it does get across the gap. In a synapse? across that synapse the gap the synapse is the space in between yeah so what happens is the electrical impulse reaches the end of the neuron say it enters the spinal cord gets to the end of the sensory neuron what happens is it causes chemical messengers called neurotransmitters to start diffusing across the gap with that information and then once they touch receptors on the second neuron or the interneuron it generates that electrical impulse again. Is this it keeps the additional going. A-level bit? No, literally, the additional A-level bit is not calling it a relay neuron and calling it an interneuron or an intermediate neuron. That was oh, it. Okay. That was the only change. You have to know about synapses at GCSE as well. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, so it diffuses across the gap, touches the receptor, electrical impulse is generated, and off it goes across the interneuron and then... Exactly the same thing is going to happen in between the interneuron and the motor neuron. It's going to happen again to get to the next neuron. And then off it goes down the motor neuron to the effector. Let's try some exam questions because that's it. So I think you'll need a resource for this as well. Exactly the same place, teachmescience.co.uk, episode 64, and it's labelled exam question. So have a little look at this. It says the diagram below shows a nerve pathway in an animal. So it's receptor to muscle fiber. It's got a cell body one, two, three, and it's got a synapse and an axon. Now, we don't know what any of those things are because we haven't done that yet. But typically, I'm just going to ask, there's only two questions for today. So it says the nerve pathway shown in the diagram may be regarded as a simple reflex arc. Use the diagram to explain why one mark. Is it because it doesn't involve the brain? No, but how many neurons does it involve? Which in this case they're three? called cell bodies. Yeah, three. So it's meant to be saying it only involves three neurons, yeah. so as it can be as fast as possible. That's why. So it only involves okay. three neurons or three nerve cells. Right, question two. Two marks. Suggest two advantages of simple reflexes. 
they help protect us. Yeah, so a protection, so protect against damage. They are quick acting. Exactly, they're rapid. That'll do, that's two. So rapid, protect against damage. You don't have to learn them, they're not learnt. They just happen, like anyone will do them. Mm-hmm. You can help escape from predators. Okay, shall I do the roundup? Yeah. More complex animals have a complex nervous system which enables them to respond to stimuli. This can be voluntary, which is most of your everyday actions, or completely involuntary, which is what we are focusing on. The autonomic responses are called simple reflex arcs and only contain three neurons. Receptor cells or proteins in our sense organs and glands respond to the stimuli and an electrical impulse is transmitted along a sensory neuron to the central nervous system. In a reflex arc, this is going to be the spinal cord. Within the spinal cord, there is a second neuron called the intermediate or relay neuron. This passes the impulse to the motor neuron, which passes it to the effector, which carries out the response to the stimulus. Effectors are muscle cells or glands. Between each neuron is a gap called a synapse. In order for the information to cross the gap, the electrical impulse is passed as chemical messengers called neurotransmitters, and they diffuse across the gap to the next neuron, carrying the impulse information. And then the electrical impulse is generated in the next neuron. The importance of responses like this is they are rapid, automatic, and allows the organism to protect themselves from damage and danger. Got any takeaways? Uh, Reflex reactions involves not the brain. They are quick, rapid. They happen to protect the body. They use three neurons, the receptor, the motor, and the sensory... Uh, all the hang on. So the three neurons are called sens- Mo- sensory motor and sensory motor and interneuron. Interneuron, yeah. And it is all to do with the spine. Excellent. And synapses are there as well. Excellent. So our wider reading is still, and this is the final week for this. The man who mistook his wife for a hat, and it's by Oliver Sacks. It tells the stories of the uh, patients that a particular neurologist had to work with and, and it tells the stories of that, uh, which is quite interesting, really. I feel like we've been doing this one for weeks and weeks uh, and it's weeks. It's the last one now. I don't know why I was just suddenly about to say, what's my wider reading? <laughs> I can't remember what my wider, wider reading, reading suggestion is. is um, Buffy comic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, Buff- the Buffy boom comic. <laughs> If you'd like to contact us, you can go to our website, that is teachmescience.co.uk. As always, it's got all our resources and everything you could need on there. It's great. You can drop us an email at teachmebiologycast at gmail.com and I'll be promptly passing it on, any emails on, to Ria. And then the response might not be so prompt. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) You can speak to Ria on Instagram or Twitter. She always gets back to you within like two seconds on that. Yeah. And that is, Twitter is at Teach Me Biocast. And on Instagram, we are at Teach Me Biology Cast. You can also, if you would like to, give us some support by going to buymeacoffee.com slash teachmebiology and you can buy us a coffee on there. 
and that would be lovely. Where's uh, the bell? <laughs> Should have gone by now. I don't think they turned the bell off this week. But they turned, they've turned it off this week. turned it off, yeah. God's they, sake. Yeah, turned off the bells. Oh, no, there it was. <laughs> <laughs> A really distant one. <laughs> <laughs> and that's lunchtime. So, for the first time since doing the pod, I actually have my own A-level biology class. Hello to those students who would now be doing their... Hi, guys. ...revision for their A2. Hey, guys. If you're still in the class. Or listening. Yeah. In, in a year's time... 30. One of us could be dead. <gasps> you never know. Well, I hope it's not you. <laughs> I hope it's not me either. <laughs> How are you going to do the podcast without me? I'm going to go to the other side of the chair and go... Blah, 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 blah. You know, people say that we sound the same. They do, yeah. And I can't hear it. I don't hear it. The kids at our school... And they, there's a lot more now because I've met new kids because of new groups. Mm-hmm. Are like, oh my god, are you related to Thursday? Yeah, like, yeah, she's my sister. Oh my god, you sound oh, the, the same. Can I just say, I, I was walking across the playground the other day. I was going to the canteen, and this kid came up to me and went, "Is it true that Miss Corbett is your twin?" <laughs> I was like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> well, you're gonna hate my story. <laughs> Because my year 11 class said that I looked younger than you. It's the stress of the job. And I am 10 years older than you. That is not the case. If we were in the same, uh-huh. we in the same room together, they would have gone, oh, yes, yeah. Out of the mouths of babes. <laughs> that is atrocious. And I just flick my hair and go, I know, right? They're just saying that because... <laughs> They're just saying that because they were in your presence. Yeah, they probably say the opposite to you, like you. Yeah, you know what they said to me like, about you? Compared, compared to Miss Corbett, they say to me about God, she's you? such like a hag, haggard old bad. <laughs> they say to me about you that you shout at the class and that you're nasty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, obviously not. But yeah, uh, I am, in fact, younger of by the two of us. By 10 long years and yet you don't look as youthful <laughs> I currently. do I do look youthful <laughs> why are you talking to the screen <laughs> there's no one there they can't see you oh look at me I'm so youthful <laughs> full of youth she's literally if I, if talking I, to her eye her mat if I put a hoodie on and like got one of them like a bum bag out and put it around my neck you might think I was a youth a ute a ute you might think that I was one of them Oh well, some some of us don't have to like brag about it and talk about it so much. Now. <laughs> Defend it because they just look so young. Because so we're so youthful. Sorry, what class is this? Year eleven. And when do you next teach, young? Monday. What what lesson? Uh, two. <laughs> lesson till Monday. Yeah. Okay, I'll be there. <laughs> I'll be there first thing. Start the lesson. Okay. And I'll lay it down. Well, what if they say to you, "Yes, you do look older." What are you going to do? Uh, uh, Run away and cry? I'll go, right, well, don't you really think you're coming down to the first aid room for paracetamol anymore? You can get stuffed. Any of yous come near Actually, that, that office. That's quite a threat. You know how much they love Any of yous come near the office. No excuses. <laughs> um, she's not sore about looking old or anything. 
I don't know. <laughs> do I look old, really? No, you don't look okay. old. It was stupid. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. they're, they're young kids. <laughs> they don't know how old anyone is. They yeah. probably think I'm 20. Well, next week I'll be like... And, in, and I'm, I'm 25. This has been Teach Me Biology Cat. Back in my day. <laughs> back in my day, we only had one podcast. <laughs> this has been Teach Me Biology. My name is Sarah Matthews, the younger, the little sister. And I'm Rhea Corbett. And the, the older, more decrepit sister. Yes, exactly. <laughs> You'll see us, uh, hear us next time when we'll only be one week older. <laughs> Just one week older then. Bye. Bye.